Star-Spangled Banter time and press for time today. Lots going on in his working world, and that is Tyson Beattie who joins us. Now, Tyson, a big part of our show so far has been Ben Simmons' withdrawal from the Olympic Games. Yeah, got I mean, it's, it's really disappointing for Australian basketball fans that we won't have Ben Simmons part of the Olympic squad. I think everyone was looking forward to seeing what he could do, and it could have been a bit of redemption as well for all the haters out there and all the critics. Um, but withdrawing from the Olympic squad, he's made that decision. He wants to work and focus on his individual skill development. That was the words uh, that he used. So, um, look, I, I just I just feel a sense of disappointment, and I think most basketball fans would, would think the same thing from Australia. Mm, I think the Australian basketball fans are uh, almost at the end of their tether with Ben. I think they've defended him long enough and they thought they might get some repayment in Tokyo. What are your thoughts on that? Well, hold on. You, you, you're speaking for all Australian basketball community, many who you know, grew up loving this kid who's come through the development systems you know, in, in high school here, moved over and was part of a, a basketball academy in the yeah. States. And then obviously the number one draft pick. I mean, we've, we've ridden the roller coaster with them. I think most people support him, don't they, Goss? Nah, no, I don't think they do. But anyway, we'll beg to differ there, um, Tyson. Let's go to the NBA. He's not part of it because uh, he, he flunked uh, last week and there is a couple of teams still going, of course, Suns and Clippers. Yeah, obviously the the Suns and Clippers uh, series is a, is a fascinating one currently going on at the moment. Um, the Phoenix Suns looking to to progress to the NBA Conference Finals, and they've got a great opportunity with with their big lead at the moment in that series. You know, it's interesting that that, that finals droughts in the NBA. I'm always fascinated by teams that that have big long droughts of making Super Bowls, NBA Finals, AFL Grand Finals, all that sort of stuff. The Phoenix Suns, guys. The Phoenix Suns are one of the longest droughts uh, to, to make the, the uh, NBA Finals way back in 1993, 28 seasons. But some of the other teams on this list, uh, the LA Clippers, 51 seasons, what? they've never made the NBA Finals. That's, a That's long how long they've been time. in the conference, 51 years. I'm oh, Barrett for St Kilda, remember, yeah. mate. <laughs> I know what droughts are all about. That. I was one. I was one when the last one a flag. Uh, interesting enough, I, I, I was seeing somewhere that it was uh, the 18th game or something like that in 38 nights for the Clippers. This game that they're playing as we speak, and that includes a lot of travel. They don't get much rest, do they? No, and particularly if you're playing long series. If you're playing seven-game series, then you're rolling into the next one very, very quickly. So if you sweep in a series, you've got that advantage of rest mm-hmm. and being able to recover for the next one. You talk about just just continuing on this, this drought, uh, the NBA drought, uh, uh, the finals appearance. The um, Milwaukee Bucks are playing the uh, Hawks in the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, they, they, these two teams are two of the top four for the longest droughts in NBA Finals appearance history. The Hawks... I think we talked about this last week. Their last and only appearance was in 1961, wow. where they lost to the Boston Celtics in seven games. They were actually known as the St. Louis Hawks back then, so they moved to Atlanta after that time. They've never been to a final series as the Atlanta Hawks. And then the Milwaukee Bucks, 1974, the last time they went to uh, they went to an NBA final series, they also lost that one to the Boston Celtics. And remember, we said last week, the Bucks are the only one that have actually won a title mm. of these last four remaining in the uh, conference final. So it's one of those weird years where we don't have one of these glamorous star teams, a dynasty team. And, uh, you know, for, for, the, for the people out there that love a drought breaker, love a fairy mm. tale, this is the, the season for you. I think it gives us renewed interest, to be brutally honest. It's nice that we don't have the same old, same olds going around. Trey Young, who is just outstanding. He can bomb it from another postcode. He's got an injured ankle. What's the latest there? Yeah, so uh, the yesterday's game between the Milwaukee Bucks and um, the Atlanta Hawks went down to the wire, but the Bucks pulled away at the end. Uh, Middleton was fantastic uh, dominating that game. 
for the Bucks and ends up winning by 11 points. So it's what what happened in that game that was interesting though. Trey Young stepped back and twisted his ankle on a referee, Goss. This was in the third term. And this is when the game was pretty tight and the Hawks looked like they were going to be in control of the game heading into, into the stretch. He twists his ankle and basically goes cold for the rest of the game. He, he is now getting an MRI on that ankle and his status is, is uncertain for the rest of the series. No young, no chance that they can, uh, they can progress to the, the uh, NBA finals, I would think, Goss. There's a new coach for the Trailblazers. Yeah, the uh, the new coach for the Trailblazers, Chauncey Billups. He's a former five-time All-Star for the Detroit Pistons, NBA Finals MVP back in 2004, has been the Clippers' defensive coach. Look, there'll be a bit of pressure on him because he's replacing a guy who made eight consecutive playoff series but have been bundled out uh, at various stages of those playoff series each time. So they're looking for a coach that can get them over the hump. They're looking for one that can actually win a title in Portland. And uh, they hope that Chauncey Billups is their man. All righty. And what about in the Major League Baseball, inclu- including our man Liam Hendricks, the West Aussie? Yeah, yeah, Liam Hendricks, I'd like to bring this up. So he, he just recorded his 20th save of um, the season in the Major League Baseball. So a save, for those that people that don't know, is when your team is leading in baseball, you send in a closer that will go in there and secure that victory in the last inning or two. So they're, they're very specialised with their pitches. You, know, you can go in for that just one inning. That might be your only your only role in the game. And he is kind of considered like an ice man in baseball. You know, who, who can go in there, there's pressure to, to save the game, and he makes the save. 20th save for him. He's had 80 over the course of his career, but 20 this season. He's been around for about 11 years. So he is having... A really good year, and he's backing up that massive contract he got in the offseason. Star Spangled Banter, we do love it every Tuesday with our man Tyson Beatty. We'll do it again next week. On you, guys. Anyway, there's Tyson Beatty. And did he? What about the call he did on the weekend with Swan District's beating Subiaco? He nailed that one, and you heard that here on SENWA.